Good evening and welcome to tonight's show from DJN TV, Disc Jockey News TV. Tonight's show is brought to you by Electra Voice, DJ Event Planner, DJ Trivia, Odyssey Innovative Designs and Cases, NLFX Professional, Promo Only, and the DJ and TV Insiders. Breaking the dance floor since 1992, DJ Marty McFly is one of Canada's original breakbeat DJs. He combines the old school funky breaks of yesterday with the new school digital bass of today. We get nostalgic in this episode and he shares his old school promotional ways, which I honestly think still works today. He's a bubbly, good vibe DJ with some of the neatest shows I've ever heard of, including a resident DJ at Daydreams Productions in Toronto. Stay tuned. Marty McFly, thank you so much for joining us today here on the DJ Spotlight. Really appreciate it. Hello, Kilna. How are you? Um, amazing. It's so beautiful here in Winnipeg. How's it in Toronto right now? Well, it's raptorlicious over here right now. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, right on. Well, let's jump, <laughs> let's jump right into your story, what that journey looked like, maybe some of the highlights, how you got your start in the industry. Sure. Well, uh, like everybody else out there, a party kid went to a rave saw these awesome people up on the decks. 1992 was my year when I uh, started doing that. And uh, essentially I uh, got invited to an after party. I was like, wow, cool, let's go to an after party. And they had turntables set up there. And uh, at eight o'clock in the morning, I was able to scratch a little. They just said, go ahead and scratch. So I really loved De La Soul back in the day and all that old like fun uh, Tribe Called Quest, like this funky, groovy stuff. And I really appreciated the scratch and uh, I was hooked. I bought turntables the next day. I was young, I didn't have money. So, you know, like I think at the time the Bay was handing out um, credit cards like candy. And so I got, and I learned that uh, the Bay was a Panasonic distributor. And of course, they, I was like, hey, you got Panasonic. Uh, can I get a pair of this model, M-key, like, you know, techniques? Uh, and they're like, uh, let me check. And it took about six months because other stores got priority. But one day, my, like, I, like, I was able to get it, like, to, you know, order it or whatever. Anyways, that's how I got my start. I bought one table and then I bought two and uh, I haven't stopped yet. It's been, uh, it's been pretty good. <laughs> Oh my God, that is so hilarious. They're just giving out credit cards like candy. I love that. Oh man, oh. It, was, it was perfect for me at the time. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, you and I have the same buddy, Mark Grimace. Woo! I was, yeah. I was What's asking, up, Mark? <laughs> I was asking him, I was like, man, what should I, what should I ask him about? Like, what do you think he's really passionate about? And he, he's like, you got to ask him about like you know how we met because of the oh, style yeah. of promoting that you were doing like back in the day so yeah why don't you share um how you two met and how did you used to promote yourself oh well so uh, obviously not as much internet back then like we're having now what's up internet it's pretty cool out here so and it's neat to be able to converse like this we, we didn't have those options but back in the day 
you had to uh, make a cassette tape of what you sounded like, your tracks, what you liked, how, I mean, you're not going to handcraft to someone. So you had to make someone something super awesome. And, uh, and that was the way to get noticed. Um, I was, uh, I started DJing in Vancouver, Canada. I, I moved to Toronto in 95 and, um, I wanted to meet people and, uh, the best way to do it was with the tape. So here I'm going to these parties. I'm still a party. I'm always a party kid, but super party kid in a new environment. And, uh, uh, I'm handing out tapes to people and as I'm leaving, there's this car there and I'm like, that's the DJ that was DJing earlier. I think his name is Grimace. Uh, I'm going to go talk to him. So sure enough, I'm like, walk over and I'm like, hey, uh, how's it going? I don't really know you, but I've got this mixtape, you know, if, if you want it for your car, uh, you can take it home, whatever. And uh, I, I, uh, I gave it to him and uh, he listened to it and uh uh, we just really connected through music, which was awesome. I liked that music brought us together, but he enjoyed the tape and he was able to share it with other people. And um, it gave me opportunities that, uh, you know, I always look back so memorable on. And, and it's been, what is that? Uh, let's say 95, we're almost 20 years now. Like, what's up, Mark? <laughs> it's pretty fun that, uh, that uh, he was able to help me out that way. And, and really it's, it's funny. It makes me think of other things too. Like, um, uh, I met the band, I wanted to meet the band uh, 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 Dub Tribe, and uh, there was like a tour bus. Um, oh, sorry, this is not true. Uh, oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. You know what, I, I remember, this is flooding back so many memories right now. This is great. I really appreciate talking to you about this today. <laughs> You're bringing me back. <laughs> well, when I think, when I think of what, when I was first promoting myself, it wasn't mixtapes the like cassette tapes though I'd still do call them mixtapes even though it was like on a CD and it was so helpful like I would give that to somebody and they would listen to it in their car for the next three months because yes. it was just there so oh I still it's a it's a beautiful thing I, I don't even know if we listen to music like that anymore we're so quick with what we got or we could just like skim through something and be like okay I got the gist of that but uh if I mean if you're not feeling the music, then you're really not like getting the full intention of what it was made for, which is just to be kind of like lost in what the person created. And, and whether you're on the dance floor or us just sitting here, like on a, on YouTube, listening to music, like the feelings are there. If you listen to the whole song sometimes, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's different. I, I don't know. I, I, you're right. Cassette tapes, you just listen to them all day. You know, you have a favorite one, you have a collection, you go to the store, you go downtown or wherever, you buy your race ticket at the same time, maybe you buy the, the mixtape of that DJ that was down there too. And so you get all like excited for who you're going to go see. And then, oh man, I, I want to go out now. Let's, let's go party. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're definitely going to talk about that because I know we're going to party this year. But before we get into that, uh, I really want to hear about maybe somebody that you you know, ins an inspiring DJ when you were growing up in the scene, um, maybe somebody you just like really looked up to, did you meet them? Did you get to connect with them? What did that look like? Wow. That's, I've been really lucky to have those opportunities, actually. The first a few DJs, I mean, when I, as you're learning, you want to watch other people DJ and, and being in Vancouver, DJ Jack was 
just such a pleasure to watch. And really, it was just fun to get my love of breaks from him because as a new uh, uh, raver in the scene, you're like, what do I like? You know, what music, mu music moves me? Do I like trance? Or do I like funky stuff? Or, or whatever it may be, drum and bass. Um, uh, it doesn't really matter. So here I'm listening to Jack. I'm like, this is what I want to get into. It was kind of funky. And it was like, it had that rap sample stuff that I really enjoyed and all the scratching and things. And it's really groovy. So um, he was the first person and it was great getting to meet him and know him. And, uh, but also purchasing records, uh, particularly DJ Icy was a huge, huge fun person to meet. Um, because I, like all my records were DJ Icy records pretty much uh, in the beginning. You're like, you're new and you're like okay this guy's good i'm gonna stick to this label and it's you know i like what he's he's mixing and um or playing of course and it's my vibe we're sharing the same vibe so now i'm dropping his vinyl on my on my dance floor and like we're just like kicking it <laughs> uh more recently i would say uh in the last uh four or five years um i'm, I'm like older now so like i'm like i've decided to uh uh uh, go visit some of the people that I really admired. I had a lot of Florida Breaks DJs that I really admired over the years. Like a lot of my collection is uh, is of that uh, genre. And so um, I started to uh, take trips to Florida and just like email the people on the label, record label, and let's hang out. And uh, uh, it ended up uh, it developing into the opportunity to um, submit a few tracks uh, uh, down there as well, which was really amazing. And just to meet some of the talent that have been down there that, uh, you know, you get to meet the finally the person who made the track. <laughs> I love that. Those, those are some of my highlights I can think of. Well, and I love that you did that. I love that you just like put yourself out there and connected with them because sometimes people get so starstruck they're like i don't know they might not talk to me but some of the biggest djs i have met have been like the coolest most down to earth just like super rad humans that are like yeah how can i help you out today like they just because they know they wish they had somebody like that or they did have somebody like that when they were growing up in the scene so i just feel like mentors are so freaking they can just like really propel our career hanging around humans like that. Yeah. Mentoring is important. I mean, if you get the opportunity to learn off someone like me learning off check, there's no reason why I wouldn't do the same. And, and it's all supposed to trickle down because uh, that's, that's what we do. We're human and we love each other and yeah, good for us. Do it. No. <laughs> if you're not doing it. You yeah. need to do it. <laughs> so let's get a little deep here. Let's talk about maybe a difficult lesson that you had to learn the hard way in your career. Can you tell us a story, an experience about something like that? Hmm. Well, uh, you know, we all go through phases in life. And uh, when, when we're younger, we think we know things. And as we get older, we learn that maybe those things were right or wrong. And uh, those are lessons learned. Um, I don't know. I can't really think of anything in particular. Uh, you know, just really, if, if, if things have gone south and, and you've wronged someone, you know, to try and make amends for that person is always a good thing. I've done that on a few occasions where maybe I've wronged a couple people and you just kind of reach out to them when you're older. And if they, uh, you know, high five you back, great. And if they don't tell you to fuck off, then, uh, hey, at least you tried and your conscience can be a little bit more clear. But, um, yeah, so I would, I mean, that's something I do all the time, anyways. But as, especially now that I'm older, you kind of think, you think more about others, maybe than about yourself kind of thing. So 
um, you know, I'm an only child. So I, I, yeah, that's how I was raised and uh, I have no regrets. So I've had a wonderful life and I'm still living it. And uh, yeah, obviously Marty McFly looking for the, forward to the future. Oh, I'm stumbled my words there. <laughs> I love that. I love your growth mindset and yeah, that just those positive vibes and being able to look back and be like, Oh, maybe, maybe that wasn't so nice of yeah. me. Like that's, oh. I, I love that self-reflection. Um, how do you feel that DJing has changed for you over the years or maybe some stuff that has stayed the same surprisingly for you? Well, definitely, I would say the music's definitely changed the same for me. I, I, I obviously, I'm still spinning vinyl. People ask me to spin vinyl and it's not like I'm buying a lot of new vinyl from, from the break scene. You know, I prefer to go through what I got and I collected it because I loved it. And uh, I always, well, I mean, I always love playing what I love to play. So if someone's asking you to play an old school vinyl set, you're going to hear stuff from a particular era that uh, has, hasn't been digitized and it just has a different rounder, holder feel. Um, the electronic stuff has its own uh, value because uh, um, I know we, uh, if you're playing for a newer audience and uh, it just has a different catch to it. I don't know. It's really, to me, it's all the same because it depends on what I'm mixing on and uh, it, whether the, the, the turn, uh, the mixer can do both the digital or vinyl. Like I like going back and forth, but a lot of the times when I'm playing the older stuff, I just, um, I want to play the vinyl. I haven't converted any of it back there. I just like, uh, well, maybe a couple tunes, but like, you know, there's a lot back there and I haven't changed much of it. I like that. I like how you can just, you're just like, yeah, I can do old school. I can do new school. It's all good. We'll make it work. Yeah. I want to know who's coming. Like if I, if I look at that flyer and that flyer says to me, uh, and the first words on the flyer are, you know, get your babysitters ready. This party's coming out one week from today. You better go out and get that babysitter. And I'm like pretty more sure thinking that's going to be a crowd in this you know, 30s or older. So like, okay, so I know who's going to be on my dance floor and let's play something fun for them that uh, either they can reflect to because they haven't been out in a while because they got responsibilities and, you know, keeping it real and all that. And uh, other times um, if I'm playing a, a larger show that's uh, more diverse and has all ages type of thing, then uh, let's kick everyone's asses on the dance floor, <laughs> play some cool shit and uh, just, uh, you know, see what, uh, see what comes of it. I played 90, 60 minutes, 90 minutes and just uh, bang it out. And um, yeah, hopefully everyone enjoys what I, what I, uh, what I put out for them. I just got to say that's genius marketing for your clientele. Like get your babysitters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, smart. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Graphic. <laughs> <laughs> so this summer is pretty much here, uh, which means festival season. There's a lot of different things going on. I am so curious and I'd love for you to share with us to end off this interview, all the amazing things that are coming up that people should know about, including a little something special you've got coming up here in Winnipeg. Woo, yes. All right, check one, two, check one, two. <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing a couple festivals this summer. The first one is this really neat one. It's called uh, Classics. And uh, what it is are a bunch of old schoolers who come together every year. And I think this is their 11th year, if I'm not mistaken. 
but what they do is this, this grassroots thing. There's one organizer and they contact their favorite DJs and uh, invite them in. And it is a collective uh, share, shared type of event. Um, and invite only, no flyers. You need to know someone who's been there before and they need to say, okay, you are a pretty cool person. You're not gonna ruin the party by being a jerk face. And so maybe we should allow you in for this weekend. And if you like it, maybe you can invite someone back. I really love that. I've been, this will be my third year going back. And um, uh, you know, there's four large cabins on the house and the dance floors in this, it's a big 12 person cabin. That's the dance floor, everyone dancing outside. And uh, I'm proud, proud to say my room is right above the dance floor. So it's like rocking all night. And it's pretty fun. <laughs> By the way, hi everyone at Classic. We'll see you guys soon. That party's coming up on the uh, uh, August first long weekend. Uh, Mark, Mark, we have to we have to go to this party. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, let's see. And there's another one I'm playing near uh, Ottawa, Ontario. And um, I hate that I can't remember the date. I think it's July the 18th. Um, uh, I'm actually getting, well, let's be straight up here. I'm getting married soon. I haven't even thought about past the honeymoon, but once that's happened, all these parties are going to be super fun. So, uh, yeah, it's called uh, Funkin' Groovin', or no, sorry, Always Groovin'. Um, and it's an outdoor grassroots fun party. And I've never been to it before. It's their 10 year anniversary. And uh, someone had recommended that I go out there, which is really how I get a lot of my bookings lately. If someone wants me to play, like, just email me, I'll show up. <laughs> and uh, next thing you know, the, I talk to the promoter and we work something out and, and uh, you know what, I can't wait to see what they're doing up there. So um, lastly would be, uh, oh, wait, the best one of all, Mimetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as I mentioned, I'm getting married soon. And I will admit, I had my bachelor party last night, so I'm still feeling it today, but I'm uh, I'm glad we can uh, I'm glad we're chatting this morning. I was in rough shape last night. Oh my <laughs> so gosh! Much fun. When you told me, I'm like, I wonder if he's gonna be camera ready. And you're just like, you look great. <laughs> you're just, you have so much energy. I'm like I couldn't even tell. Oh well, thank you, thank yeah. you. No, mimet uh, is it mimetic or memetic? Am I think yeah, yeah. I um I went to it last year and uh, it was it was really it was just fun. I'd never been before. I went with my fiance. We toured the city and and um, uh, we were talking to the promoter about maybe coming back this year. And uh, well, I can't wait. It's gonna be so cool. And I heard they're doing the cube this year, which is gonna be like, uh, which which I'm just looking forward to as well because that's always fun. I hear everyone comes out and just dances and it's I, you know. I always say dancing outside is the best because it's the nightclub with the highest ceiling. And so it's just kind of cool to be able to like, I don't know, chill outside and boogie. We're always indoors. <laughs> all the kids, all the kids like running. Oh yeah, of course. And we bring our little guy and he just like loses his mind. And of course tries to climb up the stage. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we do that even when we're older. <laughs> oh. Marty, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to come and chat on our show today. Well, it was wonderful meeting you, and I look forward to meeting you in person next yes. time. And yes. Yeah. For the rest <laughs> of you that are tuned into the episode, did he 
talk about something that really resonated with you, maybe some inspiration behind that, let us know in the comments below. We would love to know how you're going Woo! to utilize that in your career. And as always, don't let no one kill your vibes.